Hey firecrackers, it's Naomi and welcome to the firecracker department. We are back. We are back from our Toronto International Film Festival, aka TIFF hiatus. Our third annual TIFF brunch was so much fun and such an amazing success. We celebrated virtually again with firecrackers around the world. We also had a bunch of really fun breakout rooms with a script slash writing room hosted by Lisa Lafferty and Fran Caviello, where you could create stories one word at a time and writing bursts. And then you could head over to get your cards read by Emily Churchill in the wellness department. And that room was sponsored by Let's Heal This Shit. Then over in the trivia room, questions about asparagus, films, music, anything under the sun. Those are all happening in the trivia room that was hosted by Sydney Nielsen and sponsored by our beautiful friends at Creamore. Now, along with career tips from writer slash actor Mika Collins in the mentorship room, which was hosted by the one and only Veronica Martin and sponsored by, oh, my friend Fab, Fab in the city. Amazing, amazing real estate person if you have any needs for real estate in Toronto. And then one of our favorite traditions is everyone got to pose for a photo in the photo booth room, which was hosted and sponsored by arts insider, celebrity photographer, Rachel McKaig. I mean, Rachel McKaig is a firecracker of all trades. You're gonna wanna follow Rachel, not only to see her photos, but see what she creates, because she does things beautifully. And I will also say for the second year in a row, just capping things off in a beautiful way, because that's the way we'd like to do it, with a performance by Daily Fair with Hannah Smith and core member Alyssa Abler. This performance, like most times I hear these two play, brought me to tears. It's just, they play from their heart, so it hits your heart, you know? And then I have to say that the fun didn't even stop there because we were all having such a good time, we didn't wanna leave. You know when a party's so fun, you end up standing in like the doorway for the last hour because you don't wanna say goodbye and the hosts also aren't making you feel like you need to say goodbye. Well, this is what happened. We all just hung out on Zoom and stayed into the evening and, you know, took our shoes off, grabbed a glass of something, and it was just a lovely way to unwind after such a successful and fun party. Big thanks, not only to all the core members, because this isn't possible without all those amazing core members, but especially to AJ Edmonds and Veronica Martin, who worked behind the scenes, doing all the tech stuff to make that brunch happen. So it takes a village. It takes a village to put these events together. So if you know a core member in the firecracker department, give them a little love. They worked super, super hard. I will also take this moment to thank our sponsors, Benefit Cosmetics, Fade-In Professional Screenwriting Software, Christy Corrales-Rasso and Lisa Lafferty, who sponsored us with a script coverage session. All these things, all these people in our corner makes us just feel all the more powerful. This year, for the third year in a row, yeah, I wore my TIFF One dress. Now, if you haven't been following along, I had a dress made three years ago by Martin Mefras and I vowed to wear it for all the various TIFF events. And if you've ever been to a TIFF festival or any kind of festival, you know there's a lot of events. And I was like, I'm just gonna wear one dress, cut down environmentally on the amount of waste there is in, in the fashion industry, but also cut down in my brain thinking, what am I gonna wear every night? I just got to wear this fabulous dress and dress it up differently every night. So this year, no exception. I wore it to the TIFF brunch and to the red carpet. And if you wanna talk about sustainable fashion, right? That's what we're doing here. It not only fits me beautifully, but Matin also created it with pockets. Thank you very much. And then he also gave me things like a crinoline so I could dress it up and make it into like a frou-frou dress or like a bow so I could put a big bow around my neck and all these things. It's uh, easily one of my favorite things to wear. And every time I put it on, 
I'm like, bam, I love it. Now at our red carpet, we had guests from all different stages in their careers and all the films were having their world premieres at TIFF. How cool is that? Right? Really cool. The guests include Vanessa Antoine from Kicking Blood, director Haya Wasim of Quickening, executive producer, writer, lead performer, co-creator Bilal Beg from Sort Of, which is on CBC, Jam, and HBO Max. I also got a chance to speak to Savannah Spracklin from Wildwood, and also Elanise Abomsawin, who, oh my gosh, she had her film honor to Senator Murray Sinclair at TIFF, and TIFF was also recognizing her in a retrospective called Celebrating Alanis. If you have a chance to listen to anything this artist says, sit up straight and listen because, boy, she has a lot of great things to say. I also got a chance to talk to director Fazia Mirza and writer-actor Kasser Mohammed from the Saeed Family Xmas Eve Game Night, which was so fun. Thank you so much to Celia Missios from Zaza Espresso Bar and Resilient Ista, who made our red carpet shine even brighter with their support. Celia, you are one of a kind and I thank you. Can't go further without giving a special thanks to the team that produced the red carpet and they produced it with the immense talent that they had, but also with heart and care and consideration and love, firecracker love. That goes to Winnie Wong, who produced it, and Julie Strader, who co-produced it with Winnie. And then our technical producer was alum firecracker Anna Gustafson. Thank you, team. Extraordinary work. Okay, so now this brings me to this week's bonus episode. Okay, we're bringing you the live carpet Blaze Award presentation to screenwriter, author, advocate, and Emmy Award-winning actor Joe Vanicola. Yeah, that's right. We're sharing the magical moment that we had at TIFF with all of you. You're welcome. The Blaze Award is presented to a spectacular woman or non-binary artist who has outstanding achievements in their artistic field and contributes and gives back to their community. Each year, the recipient is presented with a custom piece of jewelry from Blaze Award sponsor, Made You Look Jewelry in Toronto. Can't thank you enough, Sarah, over at Made You Look. That's Sarah Dougal. And every year, Sarah steps up and says, how can we help? And it makes the Blaze Award just a little bit more special because... Each Blaze Award winner doesn't get a trophy that's gonna get dusty on your mantelpiece. They get this beautiful artistic bracelet that's engraved with Firecracker Department Blaze Award winner. And that makes me feel like it's something that they'll wear and remember that we're in their corner and support their artistic endeavors. This year's piece was made by Reuven Kasai, one of Made You Look's in-house designers. Our first Blaze Award winner went to Juno Award-winning singer-songwriter, co-creator and star of CTV's Jan, and author Jan Arden. And last year, it went to actor, comedian, writer, extraordinary person, Michelle Buteau. Michelle made a special red carpet appearance to pass the honor on to Joe, and I loved it. I just love this coming together to support each other. It's so beautiful. And I have to say, really, having Joe as our Blaze Award winner this year, unanimous. We had a bunch of names on the table, and then when I said Joe, everybody was like, yep, we're done. Shortest meeting we've ever had. Whether they are in front of the camera or behind the camera or working on behalf of Out Actra T.O., they approach everything with integrity and a joyful heart that not only gets the job done, but inspires others to want to create and lead with the same level of passion, vulnerability, and drive. I know they make me do that every time I speak to them. Every time I see an image of Joe, I'm like, yeah, I, I gotta do more. So it was, as I said, unanimous. Okay, without further ado, let's get to my chat. Here's Blaze Award presentation on this year's red carpet to Joe Vanicola. I love her 
so much. Oh, Joe, right hey. on. Thank you so much. Isn't she fantastic? Oh, Joe? just kisses back, right? <laughs> oh, let me just introduce Joe Vanicola, who is this year's Blaze Award winner. I know, Joe, you are easily. Not even you're easily one of the most uh, talented, inclusive, and humble people. This feels good this year. I know that you don't even want to talk about yourself now, so I want to talk about what you're working on, so that this time on the platform is for you. Oh, well, thank you so much, and thank you to Made You Look for making this beautiful bracelet. Right? I just want to say because um, you know it's not the easiest person to make a piece of jewelry for let's face it i'm a non-binary and i'm particular so you know not too femme but you know thank you thank you it's beautiful everybody. isn't it it's beautiful I, I but mean, i also i just wanted to say though your other guests i've i've been listening this whole time i have loved every single minute of every person you've had uh with you so far this past hour i'm just yeah. i just love them all alana savannah Bilal, i mean everybody fozzy everybody awesome yeah. yeah yeah well i mean the company's right for somebody like you joe what's what what's your thing like how do you want to use this light to get people into action based on the heart of joe Venicola? Do you mean in terms of the craft or do you mean in terms of advocacy or community? Or I mean, that's interesting, though. Do you feel like you can de detach them? Don't you feel like advocacy and, and artistry is yeah. so in line now? Well, they're in line for me. They've always been in yeah. line since I was uh, a young person, since I was a teenager. I think that it was the one thing uh, that inspired me to stay alive. I know that's so dramatic, but it really was as real as it was because I was such a depressed kid. And uh, I often just like, I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to be alive. And so there would be a voice in my head that always said, no, you, you must, you must stay. You must work hard. It's not your time. Uh, you have to get through this hard phase and just keep reminding yourself of that. Mm -hmm. And I was very lucky along the path to have uh, some good teachers, some good helpers, um, some good friends uh, to push me to to not give up. Mm -hmm. uh, and so along that path, I developed, uh, you, you know, that that idea just kept forming and growing. And I knew that um, I'd have to keep my politic in line with my uh, art and mm -hmm. my life. And it doesn't always line up because, you know, sometimes we have to do things to survive. Um, but all the while I, I tried my best. And so I think today that's where my strength stems from is from knowing that you can, you, I was getting emotional. I think I was listening to all those women. I'm with it's you. Just, I know. I've got Kleenex it, right here. I wish I could pass it Where is it? Give it to me. It's just, it's, oh, thank you. Here you go. There you go, buddy. It's that knowing, no, for real, it's that knowing that, that your life has meaning, even when, even when it hurts, you know, you take that pain and you, transform it into action. You transform it into gifts for other people. You transform it into art, poetry, a book, uh, even a moment, even a message on social media. It doesn't matter what it is. You use it and you make the best of it. And then you get up tomorrow and you do the same thing. <laughs> and you just keep doing it. Oh, no, <laughs> Where's your eyes? Go on. Go go on. Go on. No, seriously. And you just keep doing it because it matters. Every second matters. And when you think that it doesn't, that's when you need to remind yourself that it does. Because no matter what, there is a 10-year-old around the corner paying attention to you, whether you know it or not. They yes. are. Um, and so even all these years later, I, I've received messages from some youth that I used to work with who who email me or find me and they they 
you know, it's the simplest things. It's just thank you for showing me the way or teaching me something or that I could do this or that I could do that or for just existing, you know, because who you are, even if it's just a minute of reflection, allows a 10-year-old to know yeah. that their life matters and, yeah. that, and that they can be somebody even when they think they're not allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of like, I mean, that's absolutely, I'm so in, I'm so in line with what you're saying, but it's almost like saying like, you know, there's, there's somebody just like you. So if you can't get out of bed for yourself, get out of bed for somebody else, or like, that's too much pressure, like find, find the path so that you can, you can reach out. Like it's, it takes a lot of energy. Like it, sometimes you don't have it. So so what do you do? What's your, what's your, like those dark days? I mean, not to go into the dark, sure. we're, we're red carpeting here. But <laughs> like, what, like what was, is there something like tangible? Because I feel like, you know, we speak in these broad terms of like, just keep going. And sometimes you're just like, you know what, go have a shower or yeah. you know what, just start singing love songs, like yeah. something that just pr- surrounds yourself with love. Yeah, absolutely. And there were days when, and I'm, I'm going back many years now mm-hmm. uh, as well, but I would tell myself, act as if, mm-hmm. act as if, because I didn't know who I was or if I, if I should live or if um, I was good enough to live, like all those horrible messages that, that I learned growing up that I think so many girls and so many queer people, non-binary people and trans people and BIPOC people have learned along the way, even people who are you know, poor or uh, you know, living with disabilities. I think we all learn that we're not, we've learned that we're not enough. And so that messaging uh, was so strong in my head that I needed to replace that messaging. Didn't matter that I had a public career or that I had a you know, a, a, a good career even as a young person. It had nothing to do with career. It had everything to do with what I felt in my own skin and inside my body. And those are the things that matter. It, it, it doesn't matter what job you're doing or what movie you're in or what book you're writing or what screenplay you're working on. What matters is our humanity. How do we change the world? How do we, how do we um, put our best selves forward? And even when our best self isn't present, how do we speak to that mm-hmm. uh, so that we give people permission to be honest, to be truthful, and to speak about the things that really, really matter in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think there's not one easy answer to any of it. No. I just think do what works. Yeah. You know, for for some people it's silence. For some people it's you know like the Zaza story of right. coming out of a coma and learning to walk and all of right? those things. I mean, you know, the things that the strength and the resilience that one needs to get through that, to get to a space where you know, you can do what Zaza is doing now is phenomenal. And so for me, um, I learned by other people. And, mm. and, then, and then I also sometimes I think, oh, I've learned enough. Maybe I've learned my own lessons and now may, maybe I can pass those on. And I can remember the lessons that I've learned for myself so that I don't necessarily always need someone. But we all need somebody sometimes. So I think it's important to be vulnerable. It's important to be honest. And it's okay to make mistakes and to say, I'm sorry and to keep going and try to get better. And I think that's the stuff that fuels me always. Mm-hmm. And so that fuels me now into my work, into my writing and the stuff that I want to do next. And it just, it's like the doors open in my mind for me and they get bigger and bigger, even though they may not be big in the culture, in my mind, they're getting bigger. And I yeah. think, okay, that's good. Cause that's what I need in order to create something that will have meaning for other people. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's for us, that's the Blaze Award, right? The Blaze Award goes to somebody who's not only working in the community, but working with the community. And mm. I feel like that's just, that's just Joe Vanicole all over the place. You know, I don't, I don't think of myself that way, but, but thank you. Well, you know what? Shake it up. I'm telling yeah. you it is. Um, what's the thing? What are the emails you're opening up first right now? Like what's the project that's really jazzing you? Okay. Well, <laughs> there's a few, my brain is very, very, um, uh, you know, sometimes I have to do five things at a time and it's yeah, complex it's an and then I want to focus on the one, but then I'm like, oh darn, yes, I want to get back to that. So truthfully, I have a few projects. Yeah, you don't um, surprise me. <laughs> but the one thing that I, I'm, I mean, there's, there are a couple things that I love working on right now. One of them is a feature that I'm trying to write about uh, a homeless non-binary person who's kicked out by their religious parents. And um, it's not a story that we see a lot in film. It's a story I thought of first as a novel and I started to write that novel. And then I realized I, I was getting a little stuck and I thought, I think I want to write this as a screenplay instead. So I'm in that process and um, developing these amazing queer non-binary teen characters and uh, going through that the process of what that would be like to be thrown out by religious parents and survive in the world on the streets, which there are thousands of mm -hmm. kids on the streets, uh, not just queer kids, but like there are something like over 1.2 million homeless kids uh, around the world. And that's probably a low number, in fact, because there are that many homeless people in certain countries alone. So um, I just I just feel deeply for the youth of my community. So mm -hmm. I'm inspired by them and they make me want to be better and, and do stuff for them. Uh, and so, and then the other thing is that I'm working on the fun stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you like, are. Yeah, I'm working with my friend, uh, Maggie Casella. We're oh trying to uh, develop something. That must called... be so boring. No, so boring. <laughs> <laughs> she has more more energy than I, like times 10. Oh uh, on something called uh, Tomboy, about three tomboys in junior high in the 70s, which is also really fun. Uh, so there's a, those are two of the projects, uh, not to mention other things. Like I'd love my book, uh, All We Knew But Couldn't Say. Uh, to be uh, turned into uh, screenplay and so oh, yeah. an, an adaptation. So uh, that's another thing. A lovely woman, Amy uh, Stuhlberg, uh, you know, approached me about that. I gave her my book. Actually, I approached her. <laughs> so, you know, waiting yeah. to see what might happen yeah. uh, with that. So who knows? There's lots of dreams, lots of goals, and I'm trying to do the best that I can. Well, I am like, I have cut up the tissue paper and I have the pom-poms and I'm like, go, Joe, go, go, Joe, go. Give me a cherry. Give me a, oh. Um, I mean, you're just- Naomi, Naomi, go, Naomi, go. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to see in person, give you a, like a good hug because we're both yeah. vaxxed, vaxxed and um, I just think the world of you and I not only think the world of you as an artist, but as a human being, because I do think you're you're changing the world. I think you're mm. changing the world in small and big ways. And uh, anything we can do to shine a light on what you're doing to make it reverberate a little bit faster, a little bit wider, I'm game for. I just want to thank you. And I want to thank the firecracker department and all the women and non-binary people who are part of your team for being mm -hmm. so gracious and so kind. And the people that made you look, who made this right. beautiful bracelet. I mean, all of you are so phenomenal and such good people. And that too is a reminder for each of us as women and non-binary people to remember to be kind to each other and uplift each other. Because I think sometimes we forget, we get so lost in our own. Um, but this is good. And uh, I'm really glad you exist and happy to be 
part of this and, and grateful to be to be selected and honored. So thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you to Major Look, Sarah over at Major Look every year, three years in a row. It's like, what bracelet would you like? And uh, so Jan Arden the first year, Michelle Buteau got it. And now you, like Major yeah. Look, I'm just like, mwah, mwah. go check them out if you're in yeah. Toronto because they have like a playground of beautiful jewelry to, to walk through and find yeah. out. And also Miss Winnie Wong, in, in, who just does amazing work too. Like yeah. just, she's sharp as a whip. <laughs> so. We call her Triple W because she's wonderful Winnie Wong. Wonderful Winnie Wong. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I'm, thank, I'm thank gonna look so forward much. to seeing you soon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mwah. Take care. Mwah. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, I think you'll all agree with me when I say we need more Joe Vanicolas in the world, right? You can follow Joe at Joanne Vanicola. Their new short film, Trashed, can be found at Trashed Short Film. Look out for Joe's book, All We Knew But Couldn't Say, at Glad Day Books, Indigo, and on Amazon. I have to tell you also, the Firecracker Department Virtual 2021 TIFF Red Carpet is available to watch on our Facebook page. For past Blaze Award winners, don't forget, Jan Arden is at Jan Arden. Michelle Buteau is at Michelle Buteau. You can follow Made You Look Jewelry at Made You Look Jewelry. And you can follow Zaza Espresso Bar at Zaza Espresso and Resilient Easter at Resilient Easter. Fab in the City can be found at Uber Fab, and Rachel McKaig at Rachel MC. A complete list of all the red carpet guests and all the rooms, all the core hosts, and all the sponsors will be in our show notes. So take a moment, have a look at those people because they all helped bring this event together and that event will support our other events. So if you have a second, go on over and give some firecracker love. We also started a really fun fundraising event online where if you donate a certain amount of money, you get it accompanied with a firecracker department gift. Go over to our website to find out more information about that and how you can support our future events and content. Now don't forget, stay tuned for next week's episode with Real Women's Network filmmaker, award-winning actor, director, writer, Miosha Bean. That's a lot. It's a lot going on at Firecracker Department. As I always say, pull up a chair. There's a place for you at the Firecracker Department table. And thanks for joining us on this episode at our TIFF event, at our brunches, at our writing events, at all the things that make Firecracker Department the special community that it is. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you next time. Winnie Wong is our Firecracker head producer. Follow her at wonder underscore Wong on Instagram and wonder underscore Wong 8 on Twitter. Sydney Nielsen is our head of post-production and head writer. You can follow them at Sydney underscore Nielsen. Sydney, like Australia. Nielsen, like milk. This episode is edited by Shane Stoltz. You can follow them at Shane Stoltz, all one word, and Shane with a Y. This intro was written by the one and only wonderful Winnie Wong. That's right, she's a triple W. The rest of the team comes at you from Toronto, Los Angeles, Austin, London, Dubai, and truly from all over the world. Get into the full Firecracker Department core team at firecrackerdepartment.com because we're always updating and we're always growing. Stay tuned to our newsletter for advanced updates on our monthly meditations, upcoming mentorship workshops, live script department readings, festival partnerships, weekly writing workouts, and dates for 2021, and so much more. There's lots going on in Firecracker Department. Now, whether you're a first time or a long time listener to the Firecracker Department, we always, always want to hear from you. We love hearing what quotes, the specifics, the nuances of things that stuck with you. We mean it. We really do. And we respond to every single thing that comes our way. If it gives your brain goosebumps or it piques your curiosity or makes you want to stop and write something down, send it back to us or our Firecracker guest or both. I mean, everybody likes to know 
that when they put something out into the world that it resonates. And if it sparks something in you, use that creativity to take some creative action. Share it because it just reverberates, you know? If you see somebody being creative, that might spark somebody else's creativity. So pay it forward. Thanks also to Jeff Malutinovic and Igor Korea for our theme music. And thanks to you, yeah, you, sitting there, driving there, walking there, working out there, and taking time to listen. We know there's a lot of options out there and we really appreciate you choosing us. We hope to see you at maybe brunch, maybe the writing workshop. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Firecracker Department. We'll see you next time.